remember how to do anything. Welcome to the Church on a Hill podcast with Tim Sievers and Pastor Corey from Palouse Federated Church in Palouse, Washington. We're glad you could join us. Uh, Pastor Corey, good to be back with you, unfortunately, in the Zoom studio. Yeah. I apologize for that abrupt beginning. That's a new way of starting a recording for me. It just like started when I pressed the button. No warning or anything. It was weird. (laughs) You know, it's... uh... We're going back in time uh, to when we did some Zoom podcasts and Zoom videos. Uh, yeah, and we have better internet now, so we'll hopefully we'll have less delays. It seems like we do so far, uh, but we're we're kind of modeling what uh, is encouraged of not being in the same same room and closed room without masks on, and so um, so we're back to our each of us are in our own studio with our zoom devices um so this is not our real 300th episode because we we promised in our last episode which was weeks ago seems like eons ago that we recorded 299 and promised that a 300th episode was coming complete with fried bologna and and um, other things right um and we have had to shelf that because shelve that because in the meantime, we've had a local outbreak of COVID-19 in our area and lots and lots of exposures and people getting tested and figuring out who's who's got what and our high school is back online instead of in person and other, other impacts. So uh, we as church continue to meet and all of our gatherings are masked. Um, some people are choosing not to meet in person. That's okay. We have online stuff, but uh, i we decided not to, you know, produce our 300th episode extravaganza complete with many good jokes and uh, fried bologna. So this is not our 300th episode. This is a special not 300th episode part one. And I don't know how many of these parts we'll have to do, but we really want the numbers to go down locally. We want less people to be sick. We want our community to be more unified in taking care of each other, whatever we may think about what's going on. Um, We as a church, as a local body of Christ, we want to love one another, love God by loving people and um, taking care of people um, in this time. And uh, yeah, so we want to talk about that today. Uh, Tim, do we have any community announcements we need to uh, bring up before we dive into the scriptures today? can't think of anything you know we we were supposed to have a robust palouse days on saturday uh, this previous saturday uh, and there were some activities in palouse still some things going on and um you know we, i think maybe we had even talked about palouse days coming up on the previous podcast i can't remember but unfortunately some of those things were were canceled um which which was a bummer uh, for a lot of people, I think, but um, I don't know, just to, you know, continue, I, want to, I guess I'd just like to urge people just to continue to uh, uh, consider visiting our local businesses and supporting them and uh, what they're doing here. So we still have, you know, a market and a, and a restaurant and or restaurants and things like that, other stores in town. Um, thank you to the Lions Club for what they did and they put on a car show and stuff outside at the park. I think it was pretty decent. It rained, you know, it rained. Oh, 
and and so the race which we're kind of connected to the Palouse River run for the Palouse yeah I said that right the Palouse days Palouse River run for Young Life is rescheduled so if you are out there and you were thinking about doing it or already registered to do it it just got moved to October 9th yes so uh, keep, keep on the lookout for, for more information about that if you want to participate. Um, they're, they're hoping to be able to do that again on October 9th. Cool, cool. Um, yeah, it, even in uh, last Sunday's recording, we'd recorded it a few days before and I wore uh, some Palouse gear and a Palouse Days Fun Run t-shirt. And then by the time Sunday had come, um, the fun run had been canceled and other, other things had happened, but, uh, you know, that's what happens in this, uh, situation we're in. You have to make adjustments on the fly. You have to plan not to plan or plan to adjust your plan as some people say. So, and I think they're right. Um, yeah, cool. Thank you for that good word. Hey, in the meantime, we, we did start Sunday school, uh, elementary school is still happening in our areas. So we kind of following that lead. We, we have pre-K through fifth grade, uh, Sunday school, Sunday morning, upstairs in the fellowship hall that is, uh, you know, well-ventilated, bigger space. And uh, we're doing all the kids, instead of splitting up into age groups, we're kind of doing the, the big group model. And so your kids are welcome to that. There are, um, there is masks, um, you know, for all the gatherings. So except for the littlest ones under five, but um yeah, Sunday school started started joyously, small, but I'm glad that it's uh, glad that it's back. So, so yeah, that's a praise. They, they had a little bit of fun in there on Sunday. I saw some. Uh, they they were teaching about Lazarus, and yeah. so uh, which was of course the sermon topic as well. And there were some mummified Lazaruses happening, uh, wrapped up in toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I heard that people got wrapped up in toilet paper, uh, uh, unused toilet paper, just to yes, be clear. Yes, 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 yes. So, um, but uh, yeah, yeah, good times, good times. And, uh, um, you know, we want to dive into our scripture, which is the part two of the Jesus and Lazarus story from John 11. And if, if you don't know the ending of that story, spoiler alert, Jesus is going to raise Lazarus from the dead. Pretty famous story, even famous for those who are uh, not followers of Christ. A well-known story. And, but, you know, it's not just the miracle that's part of the story. You know, last week we covered the, uh, the before they go part, before they go to Bethany where Lazarus is buried. When they think that Lazarus is still ill, we, we covered that. And then, then this week we're going to cover uh, Jesus getting to Bethany and a conversation he has with Martha, where he says the very important words, I am the resurrection and the life. And um, so we're going to consider this uh, cool conversation he has with Martha, who, who has a faith in Jesus and trusts Jesus and gets that Jesus is the Christ and the son of God. And yet, like us, she also misses some things. And um, there's just things we can't see without without God teaching us, showing us, telling us. And, um, and so this is a really cool story. I encourage you to tune in Sunday online or come in person if you can and, and hear about Jesus being the resurrection and the life. And, and I think it has some really 
important um, applications for us living in this time of pandemic. Uh, you know, wherever you are on the pandemic spectrum, if we could call it that, uh, wherever you are with uh, masking, um, vaccinations, uh, you know, there's different, obviously there's been division about all kinds of things, but uh, can we agree that something major is going on and, and, and many people are sick? My own mother, as many of you know, has uh, had COVID-19 and, and hospitalized, at least in part due to COVID-19. Uh, there are others in our congregation who had family and loved ones die uh, or hospitalized recently or just sick. Um, there's others, many, many, many others who get mild cases or get it and may barely know they have it. But it's real. It's out there. Right. Um, and I think this opportunity uh, or this crisis presents an opportunity for us to say, do we really want to live in the way of Jesus mm. um, that he invites us to this way beyond death yeah. uh, of not just tempting death, you know, by taking risks, but really loving people in the midst of this world that does have things that lead to death, caring for people, uh, preventing difficulty. That's one way to care for people, preventing disease, um, caring for those that do sadly get it, caring for families that are impacted by it, uh, praying for one another. I, there's so much we can do that's positive and unite in doing the positive stuff, even in the midst of our disagreement. It just amazes me that we're not, more of us aren't choosing that route and we're instead in choosing to say, look at how dumb this group's being, look at how dumb this group's being, this isn't real, that's not real. And just a ton of energy is being poured down those tubes, right? And, and not much comes of that, frankly. You could just set all that aside, set all aside the, the theory stuff and say, who is Jesus calling me to serve right now? Who's being impacted? Uh, who's discouraged right now? Uh, who can I help? How can I make the kingdom of God a bit more in the flesh uh, today? Today, by to do by doing something uh, that Jesus would do if He was here. And guess what? Jesus is here. His body is here, the church. And so um, that's what I've been thinking about with this story. I don't know if I get my point across super clearly in the message. We'll see, I guess. But uh, but what? Yeah. What do you think, uh, Tim? What do I think? <laughs> I told you I was going to ask you that question. You always ask surprise. Always... You want me to buy you some time, tell you a good joke or something? I, I have some outer space jokes that are really out of this world. Good. I, I mean, they... I already endured those earlier today. <laughs> you are not going to pretend like you didn't hear my jokes. You always pretend like you didn't hear them. You don't want to hear them that bad. Oh, no, they're okay. Yeah. <laughs> you hear about the guy who got a haircut on the moon? You know how he cut his hair? No, how? Eclipsed it. <laughs> okay. okay, Tim had heard that joke and he just so, pretended. Earlier when you said that, I couldn't, you know, you were not in my office. You were outside in the other room and I was here in my office and I, and I didn't get it because I thought you just said he clips it like eclipse it eclipse it eclipse it now i'm just getting it this time so and that is funny <laughs> oh okay <laughs> i was like why is that funny i don't understand <laughs> let, let me tell a joke that that bombed on my bus real quick I, it, so a farmer saw a chicken cross the road and uh and said why why did you cross the road and the chicken said uh to get to the other side where there's a bar 
And the farmer said, oh, what do they say to you when you walk into a bar? And the chicken said, oh, that's a whole nother joke. <laughs> I like that one. I joke like about, that joke, joke about jokes, right? It's a joke about a joke. And <laughs> the kids, it's just like, whoa, whoa, that's not funny. What, what did they say to the chicken? Ah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so what do you think, Tim? What do I, think? I just bought I, you some time. <laughs> it, it's, I don't know that you bought me any time with that. You, you oh. muddled my mind, but, uh, oh, I'm sorry. um, you know, I, I've enjoyed looking at the story again. Uh, you know, for those of us who are, you know, in ministry, of course, we're very familiar with the story of Lazarus. It's, it's, uh, you know, quote unquote famous, as you said, a lot of people even outside the church know it. Um, and so sometimes a challenge is coming to the scripture with fresh eyes or an open mind is, okay, now let me really, how do I, how do you not, uh, you know, let something that's extraordinary often becomes ordinary in our lives. And this is an extraordinary story. And you don't just want to read it and be like, oh yeah, isn't that nice? Um isn't that special? Isn't that special? What, and there's a lot of really cool things going on. And, and you know, uh, the way that Martha responds in the story, um, I think really showing a lot of understanding, maybe not complete understanding of who Jesus is, but partial good understanding and belief uh, that he has immense power. Um, I think she had, she had seen in the story I think through her experience in the past, she knew, and so she declares that Jesus could have saved Lazarus if he had been there. And so I think that speaks, of course, to Jesus and, and his power over, over life as she's witnessed healings before, has heard of them, seen of them, and she believes that he could do that for Lazarus. And she had, seems to have an immense amount of faith that, that Jesus could have done that uh, for, for Lazarus. And so that, that really stuck out to me, but also that she didn't quite understand how powerful Jesus was. Cause I think she imagined him healing Lazarus, but she, I get the sense that she hadn't, she couldn't fathom him coming, uh, being raised from, from death. Um, and so, uh, I think one of the things that you talked about as, as we discussed the, the, the sermon earlier today was that sometimes our view of Jesus is so limited. Um, and, but he is so much greater than really we could imagine. And I think Martha gets to see that firsthand that uh, yeah. Jesus and God are bigger than we can imagine. And um, though we don't always understand what's what's going on, what God and Jesus are up to, um, you can depend on it to be something extraordinary. Yeah. Amen. That that's that's good stuff. I love when she says, you know, she's expressing her disappointment. Lord, if you'd been here, Lazarus wouldn't have died. But then she has the statement. But even now, I know that whatever you ask from God, he'll give you, you know, this even now attitude that bad things have happened. I didn't want, but I still believe in you. And 
um, that was really important for me this week yeah. in a personal way. And, and I think it's just always important for us to keep that attitude that no matter what happens in our earthly life, um, it doesn't change the reality of who Jesus is. Um, yeah. We need to have that, but even now attitude, even now after the, whatever happened, I still trust you. You're still good. You're not defined by the things that happen in my life or in this world. You're defined by who you are and you're God yeah. and you're greater than, than we can imagine. Um, and sometimes, and, yeah. Uh, sometimes that's, I guess I like to think about Martha is, and this is very, this is not a made up story. This is Martha has a brother and her brother has died. And Martha is sad. She is grieving. She is right. upset. And um, as we all would be. And in the midst of all of that term, that inner turmoil that she's experiencing, it's in the midst of that, that she makes that really bold uh, declaration, right? <laughs> and, and even now, and, and I find that challenging, but also encouraging that we can have that same, like you said, even now in the midst of whatever we face, and we face a lot of different things right now, um, whether it's loved ones battling COVID or uh, dissension in families or in communities over uh, the issue of COVID and how it's being treated by the government and the schools and the whatever. But even now, we can believe that that Jesus has power in 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 this world and in this in each situation. And yeah. so challenging, but also encouraging for us that we can have that attitude too. And, and let me blow your mind a little bit, Tim, or hopefully I'll blow your mind a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't just have power or have love. What we learn from Jesus' self-revelation of himself is Jesus is power. Jesus is life. Jesus is the resurrection power. He is resurrection he is love when he you know when we hear about him he he is love god is love and so when we are in him we are not just like uh, i've got kind of like this piddly little spiritual connection uh you know extension cord into jesus and he kind of flows out when we are in him and connected to him and our life is hidden with him and we're in christ through faith, believing in him. We're in the one that is the source of all life, the source of all power. Not, not just the cause or not just an idea. Or, you know, he doesn't just have attributes. He, he is life is, yeah. itself. I know that, I, again, and that's for me, that's part of what I reduce him to is sometimes I theologize him so much that he's just a set of things like Jesus can do the resurrection. Jesus can do miracles like you know, he is the, the source of miracles. He is, he is life itself. Without him, there is no life. This is the kind of language John has uh, describing Jesus. And I, I think we need to see that in him is this life uh, that, that can really come through us. Like the kingdom of heaven can be demonstrated through Tim Sievers or through me. And not because of anything that's so good about us, but because we've died in a sense to ourselves. We've had a death in our life already, and we are a new life connected to the eternal life, the son of God, Jesus Christ. And therefore the kingdom of heaven can, can be made real through our life. Like, so, so COVID and dissension and disagreements, 
cannot stop the the manifesting of God through our life if if we would choose to believe that God wants to do that like he wants to to bring that that quality of love that quality of life not just for heaven later but right. his presence of that now you know and and so the church that's where we need to pour our energy into believing that's who we are and not into these temporary fights about you know who's the right doctor to listen to and, and, and you know we need to say okay how does jesus want me to to love people now to 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 be part of his body now and i think he will say take care of people you know keep people from getting sick uh take care of people who are sick uh, pray for those that you disagree with pray for your enemies that are working against you you know pray for those who think your church is stupid because you know because that's how we bring god's presence to us now we act like him we we let his spirit work through us um and maybe i'm sounding really spiritually uh, weird but i i don't know i i just really think that when jesus says present tense i am the resurrection and the life and we connect that with the other things john has been saying i am the living water that's going to make living springs of water bubble up from you i mean isn't god trying to tell us hey you connect to me and i'm going to I'm going to flow right through you. And you just got to believe that. And, mm-hmm. and then you've got to daily says that that's who I am. My identity. I'm not my own. The son of God wants to work through me. And, and he's telling Martha uh, that, that, and then she kind of demonstrates there's a lot she doesn't see, but she says, yeah, I believe you're the Christ, the son of God, you know, the one who's come to earth. And then with that faith, what does he do? Pretty soon after that, he's going to resurrect her brother. I mean, he's going to demonstrate the power of God right in front of her. That's just awesome. And I think right now, for me, seeing the presence of God demonstrated right in front of her, would I love to see people walk out of the morgues alive? Uh, you know, that'd be awesome. But I think, you know, I think what I love to see as well, and I believe God wants to see is for people to start believing um, that God can heal divisions. You know, that's where I see a lot of death right now, the death of the death of hope in communities, um, you know, and I'd like to see Christians believe that, hey, you know what, I, I can be a source of God's hope for our community of, of uh, uh, overcoming divides, overcoming brokenness, uh, uniting people in, in love and goodness and, uh, again. And, um, and that's, I think, the death that Jesus wants to call out right now in a lot of places and and replace it with life, if that makes sense to anybody. Um, yes, I think it does. The death stinks, folks. The death stinks. Every There's a lot about the COVID stuff that stinks. You get it. Uh, uh, but we can choose to bring in the good fragrance of Jesus Christ, the, the hope, the love, the care for one another in the midst of this and, yeah. and get through this, get through this. And there's no, there's no guarantee that God's going to, just like he didn't prevent Lazarus's death. There's no guarantee that he's going to give a short end to this health crisis, but there is a guarantee that he will empower us by the spirit to live as his presence right now. If we choose to believe that we choose to do that. And he could do miracles of reconciliation, miracles of drawing people to faith, uh, leading people out of despair. Those are guarantees. He's willing to do all of that. Um, he's promised those things. So we need to we need to be about that.
All right, I need to stop preaching. We need to wrap this up, probably. <laughs> Unless you got anything else, Tim? Any I jokes, don't. wisdom? I, okay. I, I don't, but uh, people should uh, come to church on Sunday, either in yeah. person or uh, online as it's available and whatever works for them, and come and hear more about this really we're, cool story. We're not closed. Uh, we're not closed. We don't plan on closing. We've not had a discussion about that, even with the raising numbers. We've we've taken some extra precautions. We have a you if you want to be in person but not in the sanctuary. There's a lot of open space in the fellowship hall with a live TV feed, um, and um, you know so there's options. Um, uh, yeah, so come come and worship worship online, worship in person. Be good good to see you one way or the other. Cool. That's actually one of the songs we're going to sing at 11 on Sunday. Come now is a time to worship. So, yeah, we'd love to have you there. Amen. Cool. Well, uh, thank you, Pastor Corey, and thank you all for listening and watching. This has been Tim and Corey uh, coming to you from our Hilltop Studios here in the Rolling Hills of Palouse, Washington, in not our 300th episode. Wishing you <laughs> a blessed week, and we'll see you next time. God bless you Bye-bye.